celebrating classics and creating new ones. Only on the Music Vibes Podcast. Now, here's your host, DC Hendrix. So welcome back. This is the Music Vibes Podcast. I am your host, DC Hendrix. This is brought to you by Mix 106. Today's fresh mix of R&B and Old School 103.9 The Bear and Big 92.3 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. However you're listening, wherever you're listening, we appreciate you for making time for us here and checking out this fantastic podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are available. Go ahead and make us one of your favorites by subscribing to keep up to date and leave us a review. Let us know what you are thinking of this fantastic podcast. Very excited to get back in the groove here. Took a little time off as I took a new job as a program director for a R&B and old school radio station here in South Bend. Feels good to be back. I'm getting comfortable, getting my feet wet, and I'm back at it. It's time to bring music vibes back. So very excited for my guest today. He is the spin doctor in all things Discogs, which is a new website and marketplace where you can buy records, you can sell records, you can keep track of your record collection, music, you can buy music, you can buy CDs, all kinds of different stuff. You get articles. I want to dig into this fantastic website that I discovered over this past year. Due to the coronavirus, record stores were closed. As many of you know that listen to this podcast, I'm a big record collector. And with record stores being closed last year, I had to find a new way to get records. And Discogs was my route. I would order from people all across the world, not even just the country, but the world, and would get records from them in fantastic quality. It's a fantastic website. I really love it. So if you're a vinyl record collector like myself, you would enjoy it as well. CDs, tapes, all that stuff. So I want to dig into this website, how it got started, because what do they want to accomplish? That's why I got Alb Driver, who is the spin doctor, PR director for Discogs. He's going to be joining us here in just moments. We're going to dig into this new website I discovered, Discogs. This is Alb. What's going on, Alb? It's DC Hendricks. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Hey, doing great, man. Doing great. So it's time to dig in, man. I know you're excited. I got to talk all things Discogs, all right? Cool, cool. Sounds so, good. So first of all, let's let's fill in all the listeners on what exactly Aub Driver does for the one and only Discogs. <laughs> sure. I, uh, I'm i the head of PR for the company, uh, so basically I uh, talk to folks like yourselves about what we do and uh you know get the message out to uh vinyl fans and music fans everywhere that's right so for people that don't know exactly what discogs is i tried to do my best on introing it telling everyone exactly what it does for me and how i discovered it last year during the whole pandemic i needed an outlet i needed a new place to get records because all the record stores were closed and i ended up finding your fantastic website and all kinds of record collectors like myself that love their vinyl records and uh that's how i got my records last year so from uh, other than that perspective what exactly does discogs provide for us sure yeah no i mean and that's that's exactly you know correct i mean last year was was a rough time for everybody especially mm-hmm. you know those brick and mortar shops and so uh having that availability to use discogs to find music is a, is a huge thing um so basically there's two halves to discogs uh we're, we're kind of like one half wikipedia and one half ebay um you know that's the that's the thing that i hear most often but you know we have a huge database side of uh collected music uh from around the globe uh different releases down to you know the 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 most minuscule thing that you could be thinking about is probably cataloged within that database in order to find that particular release that you might have. And then on the marketplace side, you know, we're able to match people who have certain things uh, out in the world that uh, collectors might be looking for. 
So how to exactly, because this is, you know, when I'm looking around on the app, because I have the app on my phone, that's pretty sure. much how I, that's pretty much how I, you know, navigate it. So how exactly, who came, and obviously, you know, you, you jumped on as, you know, kind of the, you know, the PR guy, but I, I mm-hmm. hope you can fill us in on exactly how this idea even came about, because I'm looking around on this website and this app, <laughs> and this, this is just brilliant, man. It's brilliant stuff. There's <laughs> so you. many, there's a blog too, like that fills you in. You know, there's like articles and stuff that you can look at as well. There's you can keep track of your record collection. You can buy, you can sell. I mean, who you know, can you fill us in on exactly who came up with this idea and, you know, just how everything came about? Yeah, you got it. So uh, 2000, uh, back in the day, 20, now 21 years ago, whoa, wow. um, <laughs> yeah, our, uh, our founder, founder and CEO, Kevin Lewandowski, was working uh, at Intel, but he was also on the side a uh, bit of, you know, a, uh, a up-and-coming house DJ uh, in the Portland area, Portland, Oregon, and um, was really looking for a way to catalog the records that he had uh, in an open source format so that he could, you know, easily find uh, the different, you know, 12 inches that he was looking for uh, to spin and uh, and be able to, like, you know, know exactly where they were within the collection. And he built the code out and then opened it up to the rest of the developer community uh, and in kind of an open source format, hmm. uh, which is how, you know, that kind of Wikipedia comparison comes from. Uh, so we have this, you know, he, he built this open source platform that anybody could start adding their own collections to. Um, and so initially, in 2000, it was just electronic music. Um and then about five years later, they started to add the rock section. And so then rock boomed all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> no surprise there. And through the 2005 was also the first start of the, you know, the, the first iteration of the marketplace. Um, but really, it started as a passion for just looking at, you know, your, your own personal collection and, uh, and knowing what's out there. And then also being able to look at other people's collections and say, hey, you've got this thing. Maybe, you know, you want to sell it or maybe I want to sell this. And, uh, you know, ultimately, that's that's the foundations of the, uh, the site. And, you know, as you mentioned, we've grown substantially from there. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've added we've added the blog to allow a lot of just different, you know, music articles about whether it's, uh, you know, cleaning your records all the way down to, you know, a, uh, a kind of history of, you know, the founder of, you know, the guy who created the cassette tape who recently passed. Uh, we did a big retrospective on. I mean, we've kind of touched on a lot of different things within there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we try to keep, you know, Try to keep it interesting, and uh, there's there's no shortage of uh, of information out there on our on music from what we've got. That's right, and something I learned yesterday, you know, doing a little research and looking at the social media post. Don't say mm-hmm. vinyls. Vinyls. Yeah, don't say vinyls. The 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 plural of vinyl <laughs> is vinyl, and uh, that's the thing that a lot of people <laughs> that use our site are very uh, passionate about. <laughs> so, are you a record collector yourself? I assume. Oh yeah, definitely a record collector. Um, you know, I'm somewhere to the tune of you know 250 uh, or so records at this okay. point. Um, you know, and the thing is about record collecting is it becomes this you know passion thing. Everybody's looking for their own their own specific uh, items. Some people only collect black vinyl. Some people co- collect the colored uh, variations. Some people mm-hmm. will only go after uh, you know certain things. And so it's really about finding those albums that you you know you want to own and have a part of. You know, as part of your your listening experience, um, that you know you can just dig into and like turn off the TV, turn off the computer, throw a record on, and just enjoy. And uh, and that I think is a big part of you know what <laughs> we saw over the past years. You know, everybody coming and trying to figure out 
you know, how do we how do we appreciate music a little bit better? And now that we're all inside. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, being just to throw this out there, I don't know how much extra credit points I get for this, but I just have to throw this out there. I do have a five star buyer rating just to throw that oh, out there. Well, good. I mean, um, and, and that's, a, you know, that's a huge part of it too. I think, you know, there's a lot of, there's, yeah, having, having that star rating is great. I mean, it allows people to, you know, see that you're, you know, a respectable buyer or, or, or a respectable seller on the site. And, uh, you know, ultimately it's a giant community of just music fans, uh, that want, you know, to celebrate owning, uh, uh, you know, their, their collections. So I wanted to ask you this too, while I had you. So how do you guys, sure. other than the other than the rating system, how do you guys keep mm-hmm. track of which records are going where, who's paying for what? You know, how do you guys keep track of all that? Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a uh, transactional marketplace. So basically, there's 150,000 uh, independent sellers around the world uh you could go on and sell you know uh mm-hmm. your own records if you wanted to get rid of a few uh <laughs> some people do some people don't <laughs> but really you're you're transacting with uh, another uh, person out there in the world who who has that pr- particular copy uh that you're looking for um and it's that kind of specificity that we really pride ourselves in so we have you know these uh big big network of sellers that, uh, you know, are able to get things uh, to everybody just within the international mail system. So you mentioned the blog that's up at Discogs. You know, sure. I, I usually read those and I don't think it usually says who writes those. So do you write those or do you guys have a staff of writers or contributors that write these? We who writes those blogs? And it, it, we do have a staff of contributors um, that put stuff out. I've written a few pieces, uh, okay. <laughs> but I, re- I mainly focus on the rock and metal side of stuff. Okay. Uh, but we do have some, you know, specialist writers out there who uh, who know what they're talking about. And so we uh, definitely credit them on the blog. It's the uh, it's you know, it's a wide ranging variety of topics. So we try to have the best writers speaking about the best, uh, you know, their their most knowledgeable topics at all time. Yeah, I did see that at the bottom of the article I was reading earlier it was b- written by Robert Ham, who is a yeah. big. Uh, we follow each other on Twitter. Shout out to Robert, fantastic yeah, music journalist. Um, and it was a recent article on ten albums that explore the multi sided record phenomenon. Did you mm-hmm. have a chance to check that out? And if you could explain exactly what that article was getting out there. Sure. Um, if I am correct, the multi-sided thing is where an album was recorded with a double groove, mm-hmm. so you can play it one way uh, on one side and then play it the other direction, uh, and it'll play huh. music going the other other direction. That's super interesting. Yeah, and obviously, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, this is a website that really, you know, really filled my heart and filled the void, you know, during last year when I really needed an I just got my record collection started. I got a record player as a Christmas present. And I've said that on this podcast awesome. before back in 2019 Christmas. And ever since oh, then, I got a new addiction, okay. been buying records ever since. And now I'm around your age already, 200 and I think I'm around 220. <laughs> yeah, it, so it happens quick. <laughs> it, it quickly jumps up. And, you, you know, Discogs is really I mean, you got there, there's literally records on here for everyone. There's you know, sure. I look up and research you know, a lot of the older ones, because those ones are hard to find, you know, ones from the 60s, 70s, even before that. And you guys have it all new, old, in between. I had to have you on to at least talk about that. Now I want to know about your personal record collection a little bit more. What are some sure. of, you know, if you were to give me a few of OBS essential records, what would they be? Oh, man, my essential records. 
Um, you know, I have a tendency, as a lot of our uh, community does, to collect some original pressings of certain, you know, uh, albums that were uh, things that kind of defined us. So, like, I have an original Vertigo pressing of Metallica's The Black Album, um, mm. which is, uh, you know, a, a pretty costly <laughs> thing to find. But it's one of those albums that, you know, kind of defined my musical taste, and I had to have it and, and, and bring it to be part of the collection. Um, you know, other things that I find, uh, pretty fascinating, uh, you know, I mentioned a couple of these different, you know, color, color variations that are out there now where you can just find Mm -hmm. these fantastic pressings are just very strange and they they look so beautiful. They're kind of like pieces of art within themselves. So I definitely have been collecting, um, uh, a a bunch of different, uh, variants of of certain records as they get re-released, um, uh, and as they like come out, so we we see a couple different like subscription companies that have been doing that as of late. Vinyl Me Please mm-hmm. uh, does a lot of great reissues, and um, and so I've definitely been putting those in the collection. And then uh, let's see, I'm, I'm trying to think of other you know <laughs> big records that I've been <laughs> uh, been been after as of late. You know, it's funny, but I think everybody's kind of going through this nostalgia thing right now. Yep. And, you know, we're, we're you know, some of us that came up in that, you know, the era when this site founded was also like the, you know, era when I was going into college. And so there were, there were you know, albums back then, for example, uh, Limp Biscuit. You know, mm. loved, everybody loved to hate them back then. But <laughs> now I've gone out and I found, you know, an original <laughs> copy of Biscuit Significant Other. And like, now that's a fun thing that I'm like, oh yeah, I should spin that today. Uh, so I think it's really, you know, it's really about people's personal music taste and just what, you know, what is the thing that makes, you know, what, what does your record collection say about you, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And I have so many so many different ones, so many different genres and mix, mixes it in. I got R&B, got classic rock, got metal, sure. got, I mean, a little bit of everything, hip hop. And I know, you know, when we were prepping for this interview, I, you know that I am a program director for today's R&B and old yeah. school radio station. So the first thing you said is, man, I got to pull the R&B numbers and yeah. got, got to admit, I was a little lost on exactly what you were getting at when you said that. I'm like, numbers, what 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 is he and so, so mm-hmm. fill, fill me in on exactly what you meant. Sure. So, you know, looking at um, R&B uh, or funk and soul, because mm-hmm. um, we kind of categorize things a little differently uh, within the site, uh, and hip-hop is also categorized as a separate genre as well, yep. um, we can tell, you know, how many users have added, you know, um, records from those particular genres into their collections and what those kind of changes were from from year to year. So 2019, when you got your your record player, uh, (laughs) you know, looking at Funk and Soul, 6.5 million records were added in 2019. uh, And then like hip hop was uh, 3.8 million uh, across the globe, right? So these are records people have in their own individual collections, but then jump to 2020. And, you know, we saw a massive boom, you know, Funk and Soul had 9.1 million records added. Mm to people's individual collections. And then, you know, hip hop had 5.6. So those are, you know, respectively 40 and 47% increases between those genres. Um, Wow. Which I think is pretty substantial, you know, which goes to show that people really dug into their music collections and tried to, uh, you know, figure out what they wanted to listen to. So I wanted to, you know, as a vinyl record collector myself, you know, when do you think we can reach to the point where everyone that's releasing new music, you know, not only streaming, but every mm-hmm. artist, when they release a new album or a new single, how far do you think we get 
until those are now released also on vinyl along with streaming. Yeah, I think we're I think we're on the way to that, and and honestly, I think we're we've kind of seen a lot of that over the past year. There were a lot of album delays, obviously, with Corona and everything you know happening yeah. there. Um, but I think we're we're finding a lot of different you know contemporary artists now doing the release specifically on vinyl and dropping the CD, like or, or not not releasing the CD or doing another weird variation and doing a cassette instead of a vinyl. I mean, we've seen a lot of different things happen with new releases mm-hmm. and obviously streaming is the easiest way to get uh, <laughs> music into people's hands. But then once you cross the path of the, you know, you, you move beyond the point of being a single listener and move into wanting the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the point where, you know, we, we see the, the demand for vinyl. Uh, so I think we're probably going to close that gap within the year. Wow. I, I would, I would hope, I mean, at least for new releases, I think with that, that definitely is going to be the thing, but you know, CDs definitely have taken a hit and, um, you know, vinyl just seems to be the preferred, uh, genre as of late or format. I should say not genre. That's right. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it becomes the norm. Once again, I did not get to grow up, you know, back in the seventies and eighties with my record, like you know, my parents did or my aunts and uncles right. did. So I'm glad to have finally discovered this and discovered your website. So looking at last yeah. year with the hope when the whole pandemic hit, okay, take me back to that. Did you guys see this as an opportunity? Like, hey, you know, record stores are closing. The world is crazy right now. Did you guys see that as an opportunity? Like, man, maybe we could, you know, this could be our chance, you know, to get out there and get more people signed up and selling and buying records. Yeah, you know, we didn't actually you know, nobody planned for that. And uh, so everybody kind of got hit from the side. But, you know, really what we saw happening was, you know, we we saw the interest in the site start to uptick in about uh, April. And we had done, you know, we'd reached out to our um, uh, seller community that has actual brick and mortar stores. So, you know, out of that, I want to say the the 150,000 sellers that I mentioned, you know, only about 2,000 have... uh, uh, actual stores, physical store locations. Um, so we did do a fee credit for them, uh, you know, to, to help them get by and selling on the site, because obviously that's a big thing to keep the lights on in the store as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we helped out, you know, those brick and mortar shops early on uh, with a couple months of the uh, the fee credits there. And then we also did a big program to help those, you know, those stores, those record stores everybody loves, where we um, did a partnership with Audio Technica and did a thing called Homespun, which was a live stream from within record stores around the world Hmm. um, where basically these store owners or their friends would come in and spin, you know, for an hour, whatever they wanted to. And we streamed it, you know, over YouTube, Facebook, et cetera. It's still up on our, uh, on our channel um, backslash discogs, wherever you go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and so that was a big promo for them as well to like really let music be, uh, you know, appreciated, you know, through that stream, everyone was, you know, behind their computers anyway, and, you know, helping those record stores get a little bit of a higher profile and letting people know that, yeah, they're still open and you can still access this music through Discogs. It's absolutely fantastic. Talking all things Discogs with Ob Driver, who was the PR director for Discogs, the biggest and most comprehensive music database and marketplace, not only in the West Coast, like they reside, but everywhere. Took over in 2020. Aub, I really enjoyed having you. I know you got a busy schedule, but I really do appreciate you coming on and talking about this for me. I really appreciate the website as well. Like I said, I couldn't thank you enough. I mean, you're oh no, your my website, pleasure. I'm thrilled, thrilled that you guys are using it and having a good time with it. Yeah, your website just really helped me 
last year. I was, you know, just getting going in the record collecting. And then all of a sudden, I don't even remember how I discovered it. I, I wish I remembered. I just I think I was just stumbling, you know, on Twitter. I was just scrolling. And I think I seen someone share an article from it mm-hmm. from from the website. And I think I clicked it and just kind of looked around. And I'm like, wait a second. Buy and sell music. I'm like, this is absolutely genius. I mean, yeah. there's. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. I, I couldn't thank you enough. And I couldn't, you know, compliment you guys enough of what you guys do. So I really appreciate you coming on and keep doing what you're doing for the music community and the music nerds like myself. Sure. And we appreciate it, too. I mean, we couldn't do what we do without the massive user base that we have, because we really rely on our community to be the ones that are, you know, um, cataloging, buying and selling, etc. And, you know, keeping that physical music alive. Absolutely. That's all driver of Discogs joining us here on the Music Vibes podcast. All we'll do this again. Enjoy your Easter. Cool. Have a great weekend. OK, you too. Take care. Time Travel with D.C. Hendrix on the Music Vibes podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify on your mobile device. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.